Welcome to the Daddy Sharps podcast, everybody. This is episode 68. Wow. Uh, we're coming up a hell of a week. I don't know if I want to give my name, but I'm going to give it. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make, uh, I guess they're sharp bets. We like <laughs> the to. sharpest oh, bets we, we can. <laughs> not, not, not this week, but yeah. we are. We are just a couple of dads who break down the games and you, that your square hole buddies are really just too scared to break down. They really are. Yes. Hey, check, check us out on social media at Daddy Sharps and at Daddy Sharps Podcast. We're also on YouTube and we have a ton, ton of stuff on our website, daddysharps.com. But here we go. Let's just get it out of the way. Let's just, uh, this, is why we're, this is why we're laughing. This is getting yes. out of the way. Hey, we haven't had a week like this in the two years we've been doing this. We always begin our podcast, good or bad, recapping our best bets from last week. Uh, safe to say it's the worst week we've ever had. Overall, 6-17, and 17, my man. Yeah, not good, not good. But, you know, we make other bets. We did all right but uh, this week. But as far as the bets we shared, I, you know, I don't know. Just, we thought we'd win all of these. It's just a really surprising week for a lot of these games. And, right. and to be fair. Uh, on the college bowls, we have been saying these are leans. Yeah, in the college bowl season. College yeah. bowls, very tough to bet. Yeah, exactly. We did well in the NFL this week. Yes. We did well yes. in the NFL. Just college, just ah, this, this portal and the. Okay, here we go. Yes, uh, Birmingham, Birmingham Bowl is my first bowl that I bet. I, I told you uh, that I was leaning Troy minus eight over Duke because it was simple. Duke had no players. That was a loser. That should have been a winner. The Hawaii Bowl, San Jose State versus Coastal Carolina. I lean to the over 52. That one was a loser. To the NFL, though, I said we did well in the NFL. Uh, I did well in the featured bets, not, not on not on the best <laughs> bets. <laughs> I told you the Bengals minus two at the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, man, the Bengals just imploded, didn't show up after showing up for several weeks. That was a loser. And then I had a six and a half point teaser going Colts up to nine with the Titans up to nine. The Titans, they, they won their side of the bargain, but the Colts looked like idiots last week. That one is <laughs> also a loser. Yes. All right. Armed Forces Bowl, James Madison versus Air Force. We said take Air Force and Air Force wins it for the Daddy Sharps. Final score 31-21 and they covered wire to wire. That darn Hawaii Bowl, man. Two best bets there, and we also lose San Jose State minus nine and a half. Not a very good homecoming for that quarterback. And then on to the NFL, we had the Las Vegas Raiders at Kansas City. We said best bet over 41 and a half. Hey, the Raiders did their part, scoring just as many touchdowns as the Chiefs, and they did it all on defense. Unbelievable. Arizona at Chicago, we said Arizona plus four and a half. We both love that bet. Cardinals are right there. And then in the end, they couldn't do it. They lose 27-16 and they kill our best bet. Yeah, and they're now officially on my do not bet list because I, I can't bet them again this week. Yes. Well, I don't I don't know what happened with that game. It's just oh we it was supposed to be a winner. All right. Yes. Hey, we're wiping it clean. We 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 obviously rushed through that because we don't want to face it, but we had to face it. But we're wiping things clean now. We are yes. on to our best bets for this week. We'll call them best leans for college bowl games. And we've got some good ones, John. Kick it off for us. Hey, when in doubt, go back to what got you here. And I've got my old friends in the Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, Toledo versus Wyoming. Minus three and a half, 44 and a half is the over-under. My best bet here, take Wyoming minus three and a half. A big out in this game, the Toledo quarterback and MAC MVP, this guy's not going to play. He's transferring to Baylor. Wyoming, 
It's a team I've been on all year. They're gritty, always play to the whistle, and they're never out of the game. See the Appalachian State game where they blocked a field goal and returned it for a touchdown. Rarely see that ever, and we had the winner in that one. A lot of these bowl games, some wonder about a team's motivation. Are they going to show up? Wyoming's beloved head coach, Craig Bowl, is retiring. His record, 60-60. and 60. His team in this bowl has a chance to send him out as a winner or a loser. And I think they're going to send him out as a winner, 61-60. and 60. Need I say more? Take the Cowboys minus three and a half in Tucson. I think I'll do just that. That is awesome. To yes. the Liberty Bowl, where the Iowa State Cyclones are playing at the Memphis Tar- Tigers. And yes, this is actually a home game for Memphis. Uh, hmm. The Cyclones are favored by 10, though, in this one. The over-under is 57 and a half. I'm leaning toward the over 57 and a half. That sounds crazy, doesn't it? Yes. Memphis is 4 7 and one <laughs> the spread this season. Tell me how you really feel, John. And I... <laughs> Iowa State is 7-5, though, against the spread this season. So the the spread, I think the Cyclones probably win this one by double digits. But it should be a shootout. And the books know that because of this such a high total. Uh, These are two teams with the most explosive offenses in the nation. The Cyclones are 10th in explosive plays uh, for Pat as far as pass offense goes. And they do a great job protecting their quarterback have all season. The Memphis defense is outstanding, John. Yes. Outstanding as in they suck because they are outside the top 100 in tackling. So look for a lot of yak in this one. Yards after catch for the Cyclones. But the Tigers offense is in the top 30 in yards per play while scoring TDs on 78% of their trips to the red zone. So that's third highest in the country. The Cyclones defense isn't great rushing the quarterback either 98th in sacks 94th in explosive play rate that all screams offense 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 on both sides a shootout again the cyclones probably win this by double digits but i'm gonna lean toward the over 57 and a half oh i like it hey what what quarterback former mvp caliber quarterback he was in the race until last week went to iowa state just went to Iowa State. Oh, um. Oh, you know uh, it. You know it. Oh, uh, who? Just tell me. Mr. Irrelevant Brock Purdy. Oh, that's right. <laughs> right and, and look at him now. Well, the next now. one. Yeah, right. Well, the next one here, you know, we're getting to the meat of the college bowl season when I'm throwing out a Fiesta Bowl pick. We're in the big bowls now. Here we go, baby. Versus Oregon, minus 17 and a half. 66 and a half is the over under. Sir, that's a huge over, and I'm going to take it. My best bet, over 66 and a half. My moneymaker all year, Liberty. This team finished 13 and 0, got exactly what they wanted, a New Year's Day bowl game out of a great season. They also get a team that only lost to one opponent all year. It was twice, by the way, but they only lost to one person. Oregon will be the toughest test of the year by far. All-world quarterback Bo Nix says he's going to play in this one. He will be without one of his top wide receivers who's declared for the NFL draft. 
And here's why I love the over. Liberty can score on anyone. This is the number one rushing attack in the country, averaging over 300 yards a game on the ground. The number five scoring offense versus the number 11 scoring defense of the Ducks. On the other side, we have the number two scoring offense of the Oregon team facing the number 46 scoring defense of Liberty. Something doesn't match up here. I think Liberty is going to get scored on, my man. Oregon is averaging 44 points a game against some of the toughest competition in the country. My numbers show they should score 40 here, and I'm banking that Liberty is going to be able to score in the 30s. They have told us all season that they can score with anybody. I'm going to take the over 66 and a half, and I want them to prove it. Yeah, and I, I think that's a safe bet, actually. I really do. I think that's a safe bet. Yes. To the Fenway Bowl, SMU uh, laying double digits here, minus 10 last time I looked. Over-under in this one is 47.5. They're playing Boston College. I'm leaning SMU minus 10. They're going to cover that. BC is 4-8 and eight against the spread this season, and they have a record of 6-6. Six and six. SMU, 8-5 and five against the spread with a record of 11-2. and two. You tell me. I could, I could end this right here. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> the Eagles are running into a buzzsaw, John. The Mustangs ranked eighth best in net yards per play this season. That's ridiculous. Boston College's defense, on the other hand, ranked outside the top 100, 118th in EPA. They have no pass rush. They have had the fewest tackles for loss in the country. SMU's defense, however, can and will keep BC on the back foot all game. They will dominate here. Give me SMU to cover this no problem against a 6-6 six and six team that just happened to get a bowl game up where they're from, the Fenway Fenway Park, whatever. Give me yes. SMU. Give football. Me SMU. Football SMU in a baseball 10. stadium. I yeah. like it. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Although they have the Winter Classic College uh, uh, hockey game here. At T-Mobile mm. Park in Seattle. Interesting. That's cool. Um, yeah, I don't know why I brought that up. I I, I don't bet hockey. Uh, <laughs> we're moving on to the NFL best bets, my man. Here we go. Here yes. we go. The creme de la creme. This is where we do our business. These are this not leans anymore, This is damage folks. is done. Yes. This is for reals. Yes. For reals. I'm going to kick us off with the Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. The Texans now laying five. It opened at three and a half. The over-under is 42 and a half. My best bet, as long as C.J. Stroud is playing, and he is, Texas will cover that five. The Titans are one and six straight up on the road, John, and their season Oof. is over. Yes. this is Yeah, sure. It's a divisional rivalry game here with one team that can make the playoffs and win the division. Three teams in this division are tied at eight and seven, and only this is the <laughs> only team, the Houston Texans, that actually can win the division here. The other one, nothing. Will Levis yes. will play, he says. He's injured, but he's going to practice the rest of this week. But on the other side, here comes C.J. Stroud. He's back after two weeks off from it being in the concussion protocol. He ranks 10th in the NFL as a rookie with more than 3,600 passing yards, averaging 279 yards per game, 20 touchdowns, and five interceptions. He also rushed for 143 yards this season so far with three touchdowns on the ground. Nico Collins has more than 1,000 yards. Evan Singletary has said to the league, I'm not done. I'm not yes. done. I'm a, I'm a good back. I'm here. On the other side, there are a lot of question marks for the Titans again, who, who season's is, is over. Uh, I like the Texans here late in the season. They they want to be in the playoffs. I like him to cover that minus five, John. I got good news for you there, too. It looks like C.J. Stroud is going to play. I just yeah. read that earlier. So yeah. he's yep. practicing he's, in full. <laughs> I think that's why the line changed. Exactly. 
We didn't get a chance to talk about this, but I have a feeling we're on the same best bet here. A game that I probably think you like as well. The LA Rams minus six at the New York Giants over under 42. My best bet here, I like the Rams minus six. And yes, you can still get that six at some of these books out there. It's been moving up to six and a half. You don't want to get into that seven. But six is my sweet spot here with a 67% chance of covering according to my power rankings. The Rams all year have been a cover team. Nine, five, and one against the spread, including the last five in a row. This is their second trip to the East Coast in a month, covering the spread against a little-known team called the Baltimore Ravens in early December. McVay will have his team ready for this travel test. Plus, They got all the extra rest playing on Thursday night football. On the other side, we have the Giants, who just played a gutsy physical game against the Eagles on Monday afternoon. They are coming in here on short rest. Motivation-wise, we have the Rams clinging on to a wild card spot right now. They have to get this game. It is imperative they get this game because next week they face the 49ers. They're going to have to win this one. They will not be favored in the 49ers game unless the 49ers sit everybody. Possibly the 49ers could be trying to secure that number one seed next week. This is a must-win game for the Rams. They lose here. They very well could be out of the playoffs. The Rams 4-1 and one straight up in their last five, scoring an average of 32 points a game. That includes some top defenses in Baltimore, Cleveland, and New Orleans. This is the eighth-ranked scoring offense in the league, averaging 23 a game. On the other side, we have the Giants. Not such a good defense. 27th-ranked scoring defense in the league, giving up nearly 25 points a game. And a must-win to keep the season alive. Give me the Rams. Give me Stafford. I like Cup. Rams, minus six in this one. That's my best bet. Yep, they are for real, and I agree with you. I'm making that bet as well. Uh, I like the Rams here to cover that easily. And, hey, the Seahawks, they've got a, a tough one this weekend, so, you know, the tables will turn. Uh, Rams are hot. Yes. Seahawks are not. Uh, and that's my next best bet. And I've got them in the featured bets too, but here we go. Pittsburgh Steelers at the Seattle Seahawks this weekend. The Seahawks favored by three and a half at home. The over-under is 41 and a half. I think a lot of noise on the Seahawks after these last two weeks, man. And I don't think it's warranted. My best bet here is the under 41. few things I don't like about this game. Mike Tomlin is the king of covering. He needs (laughs) one more win this season to keep his streak of winning seasons going. He's never had a losing season as head coach in Pittsburgh. That's crazy. The Hawks are two, two and one against the spread as home favorites. I think the Hawks probably win this game. I really do. But the Steelers, I think, are going to cover. It's going to be a close one. And that means in close games, it's usually a lower-scoring game. Kenny Pickett could return, which which should boost the offense. The Hawks haven't had a real solid pass rush all season long. They're decent against the run lately. That's a tough running offense in Pittsburgh, though. The Seahawks' secondary is hit or miss still. You know, two weeks ago, I think what we saw was a Jalen Hurts that was really sick and struggling yes. and an Eagles team that just was tired. They traveled a far, a long way, and they just weren't motivated. And then last week in Nashville, you know, you should beat a team that is out of the playoffs when you're still making a run for that spot, but you shouldn't have to wait to the last minute in the fourth quarter. I see Geno regressing here a bit in this game against the Steelers' defense. Doing what they need to to stay close, the Steelers will. Both teams are are, are trying to make, run the ball all day long. That's all they're going to do. They're going to run, run, run. And for me, that spells the under. I like the under 41 in this one. Nice. 
All right, I'm going back. I'm going back to the well here. Cincinnati at Kansas City Chiefs. It was minus eight. Now it's minus seven and a half. 45 is the over-under. My best bet here takes Cincinnati minus seven and a half. I am taking the Bengals in Burrowhead without Burrow. Full disclosure here, I actually grabbed this at plus eight earlier in the week. At seven, I still think it's worth buying that extra half point. I don't think you want to take this down to seven. So you got to get seven and a half or better. With Browning at the helm, the Bengals are two, two, and one against the spread, three and two straight up. Kansas City, on the other hand, the last five games, one and four against the spread, two and three in that five-game stretch. It is looking like Chase misses this game again for Kansas City. For the Chiefs, we have Pacheco in concussion protocol. Definitely a story to watch and a great follow if you never heard of him before. Dr. Chow on Twitter, former L.A. Charger doctor. He actually tweets about injuries now and gives a percentage of when these guys can return. He's saying Pacheco has a 22% chance of returning from this concussion. So it looks like Kansas City is going to be without one of their big players. Browning, since he took over quarterback for the Bengals, is averaging 23 points a game. However, a closer look at the numbers showed something really interesting to me. The Pittsburgh defense has their number. The Pittsburgh defense played Browning tight. He's the kryptonite. He averages 10 points a game in two games against them with two losses and two against the spread losses. In his other three games that Browning started, this guy's 3-0 straight up, 2-0 and 1 against the spread, and averaging 32 points a game. I'm not saying the Bengals can win here without Burrow, but I do think they can cover more than a touchdown against the Chiefs team that has not seem like themselves and they seem very rattled on the sideline of past couple of games i like cincinnati plus seven and a half here yeah chiefs can't cover uh that offense has got a lot of problems but i think they're motivated to make those changes uh i love that bet but i also like kansas city in a teaser which i'm going to share in our future yes. bets and a quick reminder we do have a lot more bets that we love on college and the nfl we call them our daddy sharps featured bets and we share them all exclusively on our website daddysharps.com so go and check those out all right, all right. so let's let's recap these bad boys our college and nfl best bets you got to say the bowl name because that's that's what half of it is about Barstool Sports Arizona Bowl, my best bet there. Take Wyoming, minus three and a half. And then we're getting to the big ones, the Fiesta Bowl. I like the over 66 and a half. To the NFL, our money makers, I like Cincinnati, plus seven and a half at Arrowhead. And I also like the LA Rams, minus six in the Meadowlands. Luke. I love that LA Rams bet a lot. To the Fenway Bowl, SMU favored by 10 over Boston College. SMU will cover that no problem against BC. BC 6-6, six and six, they shouldn't be there. To the Liberty Bowl, <laughs> Iowa State, the Cyclones are taking on Memphis. It's at Memphis. It, it, it's like a home game for the Tigers. Yes. And, uh, well, the over-under is 57.5, and, and they're going to hit that over big time. Two powerhouse offenses. Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. Texans favored by five now with the announcement that C.J. Stroud is playing. I still like the Texans to cover in this one. They will cover that five at home. And the Steelers here in Seattle where I am versus the Seahawks. The Seahawks favored by three and a half. The over-under is 41 right now. It's balancing going between 41 and a half and 41 and 42. God, if you can get a 42, that's great. I like the under 41. All right, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. But remember, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets we share are based on our own research. We don't always win, John. 
Be sure to check us out on social media. Look for the Daddy Sharps on Instagram and Twitter. We're going to be back next week with all our best bets and much more. But first, John, who is your daddy? We are. Hey, stay sharp, everyone.